Thank you that the gifts of the Spirit will operate today with accuracy and precision. Thank you now. Hallelujah for the anointing of God. And we thank you that we will leave this place rejoicing. We will leave this place edified. We will leave this place with the spirit of thanksgiving. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Come on, put those blessed hands together and thank him. Put those blessed hands together and thank him now. Come on, thank him. Come on, thank him. Come on, put those hands together and thank him now. Come on. Come on, thank him now. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We thank God, amen, for allowing us the ability to be here on uh, this afternoon. Uh, somebody was praying that I would stay. And uh, they got together, I think, and had a private prayer meeting. And uh, they, <laughs> they wanted to make sure that I stayed. I was scheduled to leave here on Friday evening after such a glorious time here at this wonderful Holy Ghost outpouring and uh, the Lord saw fit to allow me to stay amen and so we're thankful amen your hospitality has been so great and so wonderful you guys have a one top notch hospitality and I appreciate that so much amen to everyone in their respective place to God's messenger of authority to this house, Pastor Marlon J. Reed. This is Big Brother. As I said last time, for some this is Apostle Reed, for some is Pastor Reed. For me, this is Big Brother. Amen. Fifteen years ago, as he said, he was standing in the hallway uh, with Bishop Shines. And uh, I was here and I got a chance to, we were actually going to pick up another preacher and uh, they were there and got a chance to meet him. I had been introduced to his ministry some time ago and uh, did not know uh, that he would be here, that he lived here. And I did not know that it would be then that God would begin the connection to bring us to a time and a place to where we would be in a time where we are. And we know that God does not do things happenstance and happenstance, but he does things by purpose. And so it is the purpose of God that he would connect with me and I with him. And so that way the will of God could be made known in these days and times that we're in. And so we're thankful for God's voice and God's manservant. Amen. Let's thank God once again for Pastor Marlon J. Reed. Amen. I may want to move around a little bit, so I don't want to trip over this. Because I may get excited and kick it or something. I don't Thank you so much. Y'all thank God for Evangelist Jeremiah Jones. Amen. Him and his wife have been so hospitable to me and allowing me to uh, share with them in times of fellowship and times of joy and laughter, discussing the word. And we are thankful for friendship in the kingdom. Amen. You will find me today in the book of Exodus chapter 7. In the book of Exodus chapter 7. The book of Exodus, chapter 7. And as the old preacher would say, let us consider verses 8 to, through 12. Exodus, chapter 7, verses 8 through 12. When you've got to say, I've got the word. We don't have it yet. Say, hold up. Amen. 
Praise God. Exodus chapter 7, verses 8 through 12, and it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, and unto Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. And then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. I want to preach from the subject today, the magic show is over. The magic show is over. It must be understood today that we must recognize that the originator and the author of the supernatural is God himself. It must be understood that we are a people who must realize that even creation itself was birthed out of the supernatural realm. When God opened up his mouth and he said, let there be light, and there was light, light came into being. Uh, it is God who caused the world to spin on its axis. It is God who called the night to be divided from the day. It is God that called the land to be divided from the sea. And when God decided that he wanted to make man in his image and after his likeness, amen, he went down to the clay and he made and he formed man. And then the Bible said that he breathed into man and man became a living soul. So we see that the supernatural then, amen, is involved or is in operation from the beginning of creation. But also in the book of Genesis, we see something that is very powerful or something that is very interesting in the fact that Genesis allows us the ability to be able to see things from how they happened and to how things went on. It is important that we understand that even in the Garden of Geth even in the Garden of Eden, amen, uh, when, 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 when they were there, it was there that there was another voice that came into the equation to bring about something different other than what God said. So we must recognize that even in the midst of what God has done, there is an enemy that is lurking to try to bring about something that is contrary to what God has said. Can I talk here today? It is the enemy that existed there that wanted to bring about confusion in the equation. And so therefore it was not that what God said was not so, and it was not that what God said was not intact. But there was a voice that came into the equation to try to get them to second guess what God had really said. And I want to let us know here today that the snake has not changed his operation. That he is still slithering and hissing and saying things other than what God has said. The reality is, is that the devil's job or the devil's operation, watch this, is to try to get us to move away from the authority of the scripture. Can I preach like a ball? 
bald-headed man should here today. He wants to get us to move away from the authority of the Word of God. And because he wants us to move away from the authority of the Word of God, what he does is he interjects a question that wants to invalidate what God has said. But I came to tell you here today, brothers and sisters, that the devil is a liar. That everything that has come out the mouth of God, God meant what he said, and he said what he meant. And so therefore today, we're living in a time in our history, we're living in a space in our history, if there's ever been a time where the church needs to grab a hold of what God has said, that time is now. We don't have time to try to make this thing up. We don't have time to try to play with this thing. We don't have time to try to second guess this thing. We need to be assured of what God has really said. Look at your neighbor and say, you have to be assured of what God has really said. Y'all not saying it with no confidence. I said you have to be assured of what God really said. Uh, because what I happen is you can be right in the midst of a move of God and another voice will come talking to you. You can be right in the midst of what God is doing and something else will try to creep in in the midst. This is the reason why we have to make sure that the real prophetic watchmen are on the wall because they have to stand in place to be able to see what God is doing and to be able able to be guardians, come on here, and stewards uh, over the move of God, uh, so that way anything that tries to come in and disrupt the flow, it does not have the power to do so. Uh, somebody clap your hand and say, yes, Lord. Y'all work with me a little bit so that way I can get this thing out the way I need to. Uh, so it must be understood there uh, that there is an enemy that has been introduced into the equation. Uh, that there is an enemy uh, and his job or what he desires to do uh, is to bring about a counterfeit uh, to what God has actually said. Uh, because we recognize that God is the originator. Uh, uh, then the enemy comes in as an imitator. Uh, and it is not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is not the fact that we are scared of him or that we're glorifying him uh, but we have an assignment today from God to expose that old nasty dirty devil uh, so I came to tell us here today uh, that because God is moving in this hour that we're in uh, we have to be aware of the enemy that exists look how y'all looking at me in the church today uh, I said we have to be aware of this enemy that exists uh, and so therefore ladies and gentlemen uh, the church has to be on alert uh, I know you're seeing everything that's going on in our nation, but it's beyond political parties. I know you see what's going on in our nation, but it's beyond the Democrat and the Republican. We are in the throes, come on here, of a spiritual battle. And we must recognize, ladies and gentlemen, that this fight is not between flesh and blood. Flesh and blood may be the scene of the fight, but it's not the essence of the fight. This fight is spiritual. Look at your neighbor and say, this fight is spiritual. Come on, this fight is spiritual. Come on, just give me a little bit more juice here in this mouth. Just give me a little bit more. This fight is spiritual. And because this fight is spiritual, we have to make sure that our eyes are not in the wrong place. And our eyes are not on the wrong thing. We have to make sure that we're not distracted by what they say. Come on here. We have to make sure that we're not distracted by how we feel emotionally. That's our problem now. We have been lured into a place to where we judge everything by how we feel. But we don't look at what God has said. This is the reason why the Holy Ghost kept moving in these services this week to get you to understand the revelation gives of the Spirit because we have to see beyond what's there. We have to know beyond what's there because this thing is not physical. This thing is spiritual. 
here here we have Moses. Here we have Moses. I talked about Moses last time. Here we have Moses that God gave Moses an assignment. God gave Moses a mandate, but God also gave Moses a message. Uh, I said God gave Moses a, a message, but ma- mandate, but God gave Moses a message. It is in this essence that God gave Moses uh, that when Moses was at the burning bush and he heard God, uh, that God began to tell Moses, he said, I've surely seen the affliction of my people, and I've heard their cry. And he said, I know all their sorrow and I've come down to deliver them. So Moses, you're the man that I want to use for the job. Oh, I know at one time you were a fugitive running from Pharaoh, but now you have put distance between where you have been and where you are now. And so now I want to use you for my glory. So Moses, I want to put you in a place where I can talk to you. Oh, and so Moses, there's some things that I want to give you. Along with the mandate and the message, I want to give you the miraculous. The miraculous is meant to accommodate, watch this, or accompany the message that God has given. There is no message that God wants to give without the miraculous being a part. Are y'all still with me? And so we must recognize here, ladies and gentlemen, that as Moses is standing there, he begins to give God some excuse. Lord, I would do it, but I can't talk. As if God called him in spite of what he couldn't do. I don't know what's going on with this, but if y'all get it fixed for me, I can really work here. Watch this. Moses tells God, he said, I can't do this. And God begins to give Moses an understanding of what needs to be done in order for him to be able to move in who he's called to be. And so therefore the assignment does not change. Watch this. I called you in spite of you. Lord have mercy. I called you in spite of your handicap. I called you in spite of your past. I called you in spite of your pain. I called you in spite of who you think you're not. I called you in spite of who you think you are. I called you anywhere. And so what I have to tell you here today is this is that when God gives an assignment he's sure about the assignment that he gave you he knew come on here that you had issues with your mama he knew you had issues with your daddy he knew you came from the wrong side of the tracks but he still chose you because he wants to raise you up to be an example of his power and his purpose in the earth Moses, I'm sending you back to Egypt. I'm sending you back. I'm sending you back. But I'm sending you back after you've had an experience with me. The problem that we have in our modern day time is that we have too many people who have burning ambition. Watch this. But we have not known about their burning bush encounter. Y'all stick with me. We're going to ride here today. Moses is equipped with the supernatural in order for him to go back and face Pharaoh. There are certain things that you will not be able to confront without the power that is necessary to be able to stand. And so we live in a day and we live in an hour where the church must realize that this spiritual battle that we are facing, it requires for us to be able to know who we serve and where we are. Come on here. And it requires for us to be aware of the equipment that God has given us. 
This is the reason why once again we were in these services this week and the man of God began to move under the unction and the function of the Spirit and began to demonstrate the power of the Spirit. Why? Because the church must be aware of the equipment that's available. You cannot function in your assignment if you are ignorant of your equipment. I'm going to say that again. You cannot function in your assignment if you are ignorant of your equipment. This is the reason why you need to be in Bible study. This is the reason why you need to be in prayer meeting. This is the reason why you need to be here every time the door is open. Because you're being trained how to function in the equipment for the assignment. Because if you don't know the equipment, you'll quit in the midst of the battle. Moses now goes before Pharaoh. Moses stands before Pharaoh, watch this, with a sure message. Everybody say a sure message. Come on, say it again. Say a sure message. If there's ever been a time of the body of Christ is to have a message that's sure, that time is now. This is the reason why, if you notice, your appetite for certain type of preaching and preachers has begun to change. Because the stuff that needs to be spoken has to be said. And so, therefore, we're in a day and we're in a time, ladies and gentlemen, where we can't hear no fluffy stuff. We can't hear no fairy tales and fantasy. Uh, we can't have no shake it and fake it till you make it. No, ma'am, no, sir. We have to have a sure word of deliverance in our mouth. We have to have a sure a word from God. This is the reason why when you get ready to go back to work this week you're not going there just as somebody as an employee. You're going there as somebody with a word in your mouth. You're going there as an ambassador. You're going there with the call of God and the anointing of God in your life. And when you open up your mouth to speak, come on here. You're not speaking on your own accord. You're not speaking on your own behalf. But you're speaking by revelation of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And what comes out of my mouth is not a guest. What comes out of my mouth is not an opinion. What comes out of my mouth is the ordained message from God. That message is deliverance. That message is deliverance. That message is not you can have it your way and try to figure it out. The message is not where we're going to try to put something together and make something up and see however it falls. But that message is that there is a power, there is a glory, that when it comes in contact with your spirit, it will change your life. It will transform you. It will pull you out of darkness into light. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord that comes to Moses is a message of confrontation. Let my people go. Stand in a place of confidence if you're not assured of the God that called you. Y'all still with me? Y'all stay with me because I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel you're getting low. I need you to, I need you to stay up, man. Watch this. Moses now goes into Pharaoh's place him and Aaron and they stand there by God's command watch this in order for you to be able to stand in front of a threat you have to be there by command 
Because in order for you to be able to face it, watch this, you have to know that you've been sent. And there are some people who don't recognize that they've been sent. And so therefore, when the pressure comes, they cower down. When the pressure comes, they back up. But when you know that you've been sent by God on purpose, you can stand there with a confidence. And you can stand there with an assurance. And I came to tell this church today, it's time for you to square your shoulder and hold your head up. Because where you're going, come on here, it's going to require you to know that God sent you. I don't care what they said across town. I don't care what they're doing on social media. You have to know that God sent you. Look at your neighbor and ask him, do you know that he sent you? Come on, ask your neighbor, do you know that he sent you? Uh, I don't care, come on here. If you're sitting there trembling in your boots, you have to know that he sent you. Uh, I don't care if you've only been saved for two years. You have to know that he sent you. Uh, I don't care if you don't know the Bible from come on from Genesis to Revelation. Get in there and begin to learn the scripture and allow the word of God to get in you. So that way when you open up your mouth, there's a confidence that you know that he sent you to the place. I came to tell us here prophetically, amen, praise God, that the Pharaoh that we're facing in this hour, this is not a physical Pharaoh, we're facing a spiritual Pharaoh that has stood in opposition to the will of God, that has stood in opposition to the things of God in the church, we're facing a spiritual Pharaoh that is standing there and is mocking the church, come on here, but I came to tell you here tonight, today, in the name of the Lord, that Pharaoh's power is going to be confronted by the power of God, I came to tell you here today that there are Moses is all over this room that have been raised up, that have had burning bush experience. Why do you think that we were here this week allowing God to knock us on the floor? Why do you think we were here this week allowing God to cause us to laugh and to cry and experience the power of God because he's giving us a burning bush experience so that way we can stand in a place of confidence. Pharaoh, let my people go! to go to their home and say let my people go somebody needs to go to their job and say let my people go come on here somebody somebody needs to go hard holler to their neighborhood and say let my people go let me get back to where i was sends them, God sends them with a specific purpose to speak and to demonstrate. I'm reminded what the apostle Paul said. He said that my preaching and my speaking was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power. So when God sends you as an ambassador, he's giving you what's necessary to speak his message and demonstrate his power. This is not the hour of cheap talk. This is the hour of demonstration. I'm going to say something. I need y'all to hear me as a prophet. Pharaoh will not listen to politics. Pharaoh will only respond to power. Y'all miss what I just said. I said Pharaoh will not listen to politics. Pharaoh will only respond to power. This is the reason why you can have all the board meetings you want to. Ain't nothing going to happen. You can try to sit there, come on here, and try to make stuff up and try to plan this and plan that. But there's only one thing that Pharaoh recognizes, and that's the power. I didn't plan to preach like this. 
comes with his brother. He accompanies him. God sends them in there. Say, when you go, and when Pharaoh asks you, then you move, you show a miracle. You show a miracle. Watch this. Not that you ask for it. You show it. Not that you have to conjure it up. You show it. Not that you have to try to second guess it, but you show it. And the reason why I'm enabling you to show it is because you've already learned how it works here on the backside of the desert. The reason why we don't have no demonstration on the stage is because people have not learned how to maximize how to be led by God on the backside of the desert. This is the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, the day come on here of us having charlatans and fakes come on here. That day is coming to an end because there are people who have been on the backside of the desert who have learned how to work in the spirit. They weren't how to work in the power. They weren't learn how to work. Come on here. When their pastor was preaching the word of faith, they learned how to operate in the things of God and they put the things of God to work. And so now, now that they've been anointed and appointed and they've learned the miraculous in private, now they can stand before Pharaoh. If you don't know the miraculous in private, you'll never operate it in public. Y'all gonna let me preach? <laughs> so take your rod. Throw it down. Notice the message precedes the demonstration. The message is always, watch this, to bring the people out of the power of the thing that has them captive. This is the reason why a lot of the preaching that we've heard in this hour, it capitalizes off of people's bondage. Because bondage is lucrative. Why do you think that they were so mad in Acts chapter 16 when Paul cast the devil out that girl? Why? Because they were benefiting from her bondage. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The Bible says she was a slave girl. She would come on here. They were benefiting from her bondage. But when the power showed up, it dried up their market. And now they have to find something else to do. This is the reason why. The preaching of deliverance is met with resistance. This is the reason why the preaching of deliverance is met with resistance. Come on here. And it's not that we're telling people, come on here, cough in a bag, cough, barf up. That's not the message of deliverance. The message of deliverance is you've been called to come out. Now come out. You've been called to be saved. Be saved. You've been called to be changed. Be changed. This is the message of deliverance. Not some superficial throw-up session. out here now. I was going to try to go real slow, but I felt a demon of intimidation trying to stand up. 
you're going to preach that message? What's going to happen? Watch this. Watch this. Moses stands with Aaron. Moses gives the word. Watch this. Now Moses has to move from declaration to demonstration. Aaron takes the rod that was already used in the wilderness. And now it's time for a supernatural performance. Takes the rod, throws it down. And just as it did when God first called Moses at the burning bush, did the same. Watch this. What the devil wants, he wants to rob the church of confidence in the equipment that God has given. What if I do it and nothing happens? This is the reason why they have backed off in the so-called Pentecostal church from the message of the supernatural. Because we have allowed skepticism to become the order of the day. And because we have preachers that all they want to do is be polished but not be supernatural. Come on, his standard bearers. We have people that all they want to do is come to be inspired but not transformed. Moses throws down the rod just as God commanded him. Because the miraculous operates by God's command, not by man's wish. becomes a serpent. Pharaoh now, because Egypt is inundated with supernatural activity, watch this, but the supernatural activity is demonic, it is hellish, it is diabolic. Pharaoh says, I'm paraphrasing, this is just a cheap magician's trick. My boys can do the same thing. And ladies and gentlemen, what we are singing this hour is the appearance of Pharaoh's magicians. When you turn on social media, you look at some of these crazy people that's on there. What we are seeing, we are seeing Pharaoh's magicians in operation. They're not preaching no real gospel. They're not preaching no real change. They're not telling people how to walk right before God. They're not telling people how to be discipled. Come on here and move in the things of God so that way victory can be a reality in them. These are Pharaoh's magicians. They have a demonic manifestation. Throws down the rod. Theirs become serpents also. Theirs becomes also. It imitates. This is where, ladies and gentlemen, the church must understand something. Because we have become so busy shunning the realness of God that we have allowed the counterfeit to slip in. 
And so it is not that they are not real apostles. It's not that they're not real prophets. It's not that they're not real evangelists, pastors, and teachers. It is not that they're not authentic signs, wonders, and miracles come on here. And the things that will cause people to know God by supernatural power. But in the midst of what God is doing, here comes a counterfeit that wants attention. The counterfeit in this hour is in competition with what God wants to do. This is the reason why you had to be in this meeting this week to see how God was moving. This is the reason why you sit in a church where your pastor believes in having an authentic move of the Holy Ghost. Because you have to be able to know the genuine come on here in order to be able to discern the counterfeit. So the counterfeit shows up simultaneously as the genuine is in operation. Counterfeit shows up. The counterfeit, watch this, comes to mock the realness of the demonstration. I'm almost, I'm almost where I got to go. The counterfeit then comes to mock the genuineness of the reality of how God moves. Because what the counterfeit wants to do, the counterfeit wants to set itself up as if what God is doing is not real. Therefore, we see, and then later on, the Apostle Paul gives the names of these men in the New Testament, Janus and Jambres. And the Bible says that as they withstood Moses, he talks about voices that are withstanding the preaching and the teaching of real apostolic and prophetic order, real apostolic ministry, real ministry that comes to solidify people to stand in a place to where they can be rooted and grounded in the faith so that way they can be matured and come on here as real disciples of Jesus Christ. So there is a spirit that comes to withstand the, the authentic. Janice and Jambres are not just operating outside in the world. Dennis and Jambres found their way to withstand the message in the midst of the church. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that I have been hearing Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth say for the past few weeks is that God is not going to allow the devil to write the last chapter of your life. And God's not going to let the devil do what he wants to do. The reason why this must be understood is because God will allow the devil to show off so that way God can show out. And so we recognize that even though Pharaoh's magicians were able to do what they did, what they did could not overpower what God did. We are in the time, we're in the hour now, ladies and gentlemen, where the authenticity of the move of God, watch this, is going to swallow up the thing that hell is doing. We're in the hour where the true miraculous, the true prophetic, the true apostolic is going to swallow up that which the enemy is doing. So I came to tell you, never mind, come on here, the counterfeit that you're seeing, never mind the fact that there's crazy stuff going on in the name of ministry, in the name of the prophetic, in the name, come on here, operate.
operating in the gifts of the spirit. There is a power that will swallow up. Come on here. The work of Pharaoh's magicians. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, the demonstration of God will swallow up the works of the devil. The demonstration of God will swallow up what Pharaoh's trying to do. It does not matter what they're trying to do. There is a power greater than the witch. There is a power greater than the warlock. There is a power greater than the soothsayer. There is a power that will swallow up the false prophet. There is a power that will swallow up the witch and the state worshiper. There is a power that will swallow up black magic. There is a power. There is a power. There is a power that will swallow it up. Somebody shall swallow it up.
So I want, watch this, I want the power that exists that governs them to be the God that they bow to. day has come where the church must now stand with authentic demonstration to confront that which has come to bring intimidation. There's a demonstration for the intimidation. There's a demonstration for it. message does not come just for the message's sake. The message comes with power to change the condition. And the reason why God does this is because he has something that he's going to prove to Pharaoh. It's not even about Moses. The demonstration is not about the messenger. God wants to bring demonstration against the idols of Egypt. It's over. Magic show is over. mistaken we never see Pharaoh's magicians trying to duplicate that ever again in Moses presence because when the authentic is a demonstration the counterfeit disappears what the enemy wants is for the church to back down from the authentic so much that Janice and Jambres become the voice that people listen to. People will not take heed to the voice of the deliverer. Deliverance. But they will cower in fear under the operation of that which is satanic 
and evil. And because it has a level of operation, it is able to hold the people's attention. Today, ladies and gentlemen, God has told us the magic show is over. There is no contest in this. When demonstration shows up of the power of God, the operation of the demonic will no longer stay in place. Lift those hands. Father, I thank you. We have seen authentic demonstration and we will not be denied of greater moves and operations and functions of your power. We're not afraid of what the devil does because we know that what you do is greater and better. name of Jesus. You've given us a burning bush experience to confront the pharaohs of our lives. Lift those hands and worship him now. Lift those hands. Come on, come on, come on. There's a wave of refreshing that just hit the room. It's a wave of refreshing that just hit the room. Mendelia Barosodia Tapakakis. given to you is greater than what the devil will do in front of you. Come on, open up your mouth. Come on. He gave us demonstration to help increase our faith so that the very God of covenant we know it is him who has called us out of bondage those hands, lift those hands, lift those hands, lift those hands, come open your mouth, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Enzinia, Rahandimi, Odoriama, La Paliata, Engreshkele, Panzojiata, Rakandele, Bakusombiatas, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on.
Father, we thank you now in the name of Jesus. Ma'am, they're sitting right there with that white, uh, there's a white sweater on. Yes, ma'am. You just turn around and look. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Stand up. Stand up for me. Stand up. Lift your hands. There is a restoration of joy that is going to take place for you today. And when the enemy has come to rob you of the joy of the Lord, there is a restoration of that joy coming forth today. Hallelujah. And that which the devil has done to try to bring fear and dread and worry, the Lord says today, he said, I have heard you in the times of crying and weeping, and I have come to restore your joy. So now then, that which has come as a weight and a pain, God I lift it now. I lift it. I lift it. I lift it. I lift it. And I give you joy. I give you joy. I give you joy. I give you joy. I give you joy and peace. Joy and peace. Joy and peace. And the terror that has tried you will try you no more. Hot Somebody lift those hands and give him praise here. Come on, praise him. 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 Praise him. Pain in the legs is being healed now. Pain in the legs. Pain in the legs. Pain in the legs is being healed now. It's being healed now. In fact, as this weather began to act up a little, you begin to feel a little that, that thing come on you. If you begin to move your leg now, you begin to sense that the loosening has taken place. Come on. Come on. Thank you now. Come on. Thank you. Come on. Thank you. There you go. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. There you go. Move it. There you go. There you go. curse that inflammation. I curse that inflammation and that swelling and I command to subside now and go. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift those hands, lift those hands, lift those hands. Come open up your mouth, open up your mouth. The anointing of God is here, the anointing of God is here. Father, we thank you for that anointing. Thank you for that anointing. That dancepolia. That anointing. 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 anointing moving into your body that anointing moving into your body that anointing eradicating sickness disease and infirmity that anointing we bless your name we bless your name come and lift those hands church thank you for that anointing thank you for that anointing thank you for that anointing Thank you for that anointing. Thank you for it. Thank you for that anointing. Mm. 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 Come here, sir. Glory to God. Glory to God. The timing of the Lord is just as important as the will of the Lord. Hallelujah. And there have been some things that have been delayed and some things that have been held up. 
But now the Lord says, he says, as you take step of obedience, he said, there will be a recovery. There will be a recovery. Steps of obedience will bring the recovery that's necessary. My, my, my. Lift those hands. Father, we thank you for the anointing of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 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 Father, I thank you for that what you're doing now. Come on, church, open your mouth and begin to worship him. Open your mouth. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Come on, glory. I felt you pulling. Come in. I felt you pulling. What's your name? Hillithan? Get your hands on all of you. 22. That which the enemy had tried to do, that which he had tried to work, that which he tried to bring forth. God today has brought you into this service because he's going to stand as a defense against the work of the wicked one. And so now then, as you are standing here, you are standing in a moment in time where God is going to begin to do something supernatural in you that's going to move you into a direction that's going to be very different for you. Not what you think you know, not what you think you've heard. But this is going to be the thing that's going to bring you to a greater place of liberty. Yeah. And that which the enemy had tried to work in your life, even from childhood. God says today, he said, I am breaking the bonds and the chains and the fetters. And I'm bringing you to a place to where you understand my love for you, my grace for you, my purpose for you. And that which has been hard for you to comprehend and understand, you're not going to know it by how you think. You're going to know it through my love and my grace, says the Lord. He said, so now is the day that I have come to bring change and transformation to your life. My, 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 my. And I go to the deep, the deep place. The deep place. And the deep space. <laughs> the deep place and the deep space. The deep place and the deep space. The deep place and the deep space. The deep place 
of the thing that has you continue to cry. The deep place of the thing that continues to have you to weep. The deep place of the thing that continues to have you to mourn. God said, I go to the deep place. And do a deep work. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you. Yes, sir. I knew there was something else that the Lord wanted to do. That was the confirmation. One of the things that we are learning. I was talking to Evangelist Jeremiah about this. One of the things that we're learning, we're learning how to be skillful in the anointing. And in knowing this, something I didn't bring out in the text was that God sent Moses and Aaron. Teamwork gets the work done. The man of God has given me something that was in his spirit concerning there are those that need a certain financial breakthrough. There's a bondage that has to be broken in that. And God has given him something to do to be able to move out in that. That's going to bring about that release. According to, watch this, the demonstration against that bondage or that Pharaoh. In the name of the Lord. Stand here. Stand next to I saw in the Holy Ghost that about any given time it can be true about anybody. It's not unusual for people to have a difficulty in this area. But it's not just people who feel like, you know, you could use more money. We all could use money. You just feel like you're a little behind on something, but you're going to catch up. No. I'm talking about today, God wants to swallow up a spirit of poverty, a spirit that works against you. And I especially saw it for you, sister, back there in the white, with your hand raised up. Yes, God's going to break that lack. It seems like it just clings to you. And you wonder somehow, you're going to take care of your kids and the things that you go through. But God says he's going to help you, mother. He's going to help you. It's going to be by supernatural. Bible says in Acts chapter 19. I'm not going to lift a special offering. I'm not going to ask you to give $100. This is a move of the Holy Ghost. I'm not, I'm not setting you up for the, for the offering. No, no. The Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 19 is what he said to me. This is going to be our theme scripture for a long time coming into the new year. And God wrought special, if I say special, miracle by the hands of Paul. So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons. And diseases, dis, somebody say disease, departed from them and evil spirits went out of them. One of the things is that it's one thing when you need a job. It's another thing when you're not making enough on your job. But it's another thing entirely when there's a spirit that's attaching itself to fight you to get ahead. Fighting you to make ends meet. Now, again, don't come up here. I'm going to give you a blessed handkerchief. We're going to pray over these handkerchiefs. Don't come up. You're just missing one payment or you're a little behind. and you, you know, You're going to work and you're going to catch up. I'm not talking about the regular 
activity of money. I'm talking about you been feel like you cannot break out of a a captivity. There's something your money is like it's this it's something you feel like it's something fighting you. It's not even normal. You you can feel something supernatural happening. Like a hole in your pocket. Now you know some of you all are givers and some of you do tithe. And some of you are gonna have to repent for not being givers and not being tithers. Not giving to the work of the Lord. Some of you have to do some repenting. But I'm talking about when there's a spirit that's assigned, a special messenger. Paul said a special messenger was assigned to me to buffet me. A special messenger needs a special miracle. A special anointing to break it. Now if you say, Pastor, I feel like no matter what I do financially, I can't seem to break a hold and break out of nothing. I want you to raise your hand right now. I want you to step in the aisleway right where you are and come on down here right now. We're going to pray over these handkerchiefs. And you take this handkerchief with you and this spirit is holding your finances back. This devil it is blocking you financially. We all get behind in bills. We all get caught up. Some of us, we just need to catch up. need to work. Stop spending money on junk that you don't need. Stop wasting money on food and start cooking at home. You know, there's some things you can do to change some stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you feel like it's like somebody's working witchcraft. It's like it's not making any sense. You're working every day and it's not making sense. It's like things keep happening. You know, the devil can work against you where things keep popping up that require money. Tires blowing out. That's $400. Something just keeps, so the enemy, come on, come, come on, Papa. You can have an enemy at work against you. A spirit of witchcraft. A control. You know, witchcraft ain't eye of Newton, wing of bat. Cold. Witchcraft is control. Anything the devil's trying to control, you'll find it. Control you. You can't do this. You can't. Because it seems like you're just losing clients for no reason. Enemies at work. You know, the devil will get and whisper against you to people. The devil, you walk in the room, the devil come up to somebody and tell them, don't like, you don't like them. Look at them. They think they this. Turn people. You ain't even done nothing to them. They just don't like you. Even your own family, some of you, the enemy just don't like you. You haven't done anything to them. And if you did, you even went to them and apologized, and they still got problems with you. But God wants to do something. May your hands you on this man of God. In the name of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Like Aaron. I see some Asiande she. I see some Okusia Takaya. Shela Tome. Sipaskunachi Isutiaka. I see a Somanadiki. I see a Sukushiki. I see a Symboli. Like Moses and Aaron today, as we come together. I saw it. I didn't even see it until I just did it. But as we come together and release, the works of God are going to swallow up the spirit of poverty. Swallow up the spirit of lack. going to swallow up and break the power of it. Gainful employment, new clientele, bonuses, raises, sales, rebates, witty ideas, money-making inventions. God is going to begin to give revelation on how to make money to break this bondage. In the, Put those hands up right now and close those eyes. You can close those eyes and look to Jesus. God said there's an angel going with this. An angel attached to this. A working angel. Some of y'all need a real estate angel. Some of you need a car favor angel. You need angels to give you real estate favor, job favor. Yes. Lord, I want them to have three job opportunities to have to pick. To be confused. The only key confusion will be which job to pick. Lord, I thank you. One that will give them hours they can go to church and worship. Hallelujah. They'll spend time with their children. In the name of Jesus, we break this stealing spirit, this poverty devil, this spirit of lack. 
this devil of a hole in the pocket. We rebuke you now. We bind the power of the devil to cause incident and accident and struggle and trouble that take money and rob God's people and keep them from getting ahead. In the Mashanoya, in the Andekishunakata, in the Yasoto, in the name of Jesus, we anoint you. Give these handkerchiefs to you. The anointing is all over this. It's going right through you. In the name of G, take that handkerchief in the name of Jesus right now through you. It's glorious. It's coming all over you. Take that handkerchief and grab it, grab it, grab it. There it goes. Right through you. Hallelujah. Take it, Poppy. In the name of of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. It breaks. Lack no more coming to you. Blessing of the Lord. Come on, man. You minister to you, give it a handkerchief. which the enemy has used to rob you and trying to rob you of your mobility. There's a there's an anointing there to bring forth a manifestation of that healing. From the crown of yeah, 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 there it is. There it is. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. It's yours. Come on, let's lift our hands and give God some glory for the man of God. Let's thank God for him. Did you receive that word today? We're living in that time. We're living in that season where the power of the devil is manifesting. But look at somebody say, but God's power, the Holy Ghost, is going to swallow up the work of the devil. You want to meditate on that all week long, swallow up. Whatever Satan, look at somebody say, whatever Satan is throwing down. They threw those rods down, they turned to serve. Whatever Satan is throwing down, tell them God's going to swallow it up by his special miracle working power. 
Why? Because the Lord loves you. The Lord wants to help you. Can I give you a secret of how you can receive from God quicker? If you can meditate on how He loves you. If you can meditate. See, we, we struggle believing He really loves us. Because, you know, we are, we are pieces of work. I put a meme up on Instagram and said, Learn to love difficult people. Because you're one of them. We're not easy. You think you're easy. I'm so easy to love. You're not that easy to love. You got your stuff too. People got to put up with Learn to love difficult people because you are. The, the walk of the Christian, the Christian walk is to learn how to walk in love with unlovable people. You got some unlovable people out here. Amen. Did you catch that revelation? It'll help you. You'd be surprised how much you don't believe God loves you. You think that God will just let the devil turn you over to the devil, let him run rough shot over you. you? Maybe you might make it in. So you can't think like that. You got to renew your mind that the precious heart of Jesus is so kind, so merciful, so loving. Oh yeah, he's going to judge the world. He, he's going he's gonna to come back. It's going to be fire for some. It's going to be a terrible, terrible day for some people. But not for his beloved. The Bible says he's not appointed us under wrath. He said, my sheep. That's right. They know my voice. They won't follow me. Meditate upon the love of God, how much he loves you. Well, how do I do that? you got to find it in the Word of God. You can't get it nowhere. You can't guess it. You can't think, you know, think positive. No, no. You've got to go back and hear what Jesus says. Because I have loved you. The Father has loved you also. you got to believe it. When you believe that God loves you, you know he'll do anything for you. When you come to that revelation, you know he'll do it for you. You know he'll make a way. You know he'll answer prayer. You know he hears you because he loved me. Everybody just lift your hands and say, the Father loves me. The Lord Jesus Christ loves me. The Holy Spirit loves me. Amen. And it don't, he don't stop loving you when you act up. <laughs> he might get the belt out on you, but he don't stop loving you. <laughs> Isn't that something? You know why God lets someone, you know why God has children? Because it's in children that we see how God deals with us. Some of y'all got some kids that, my God, you have some children that you, the children will put you through. Won't they do it? They'll put you through. And but your undying love, you just keep on. They go out and make a mess and you come in and clean them up. They go out and make another mess and you tell them, I'm not going to keep doing this. What you do, you clean them up anyway. Almost to the point where they become the boss. They go to holler and you go to running to get stuff for them. You know who's in control of the house now. And you think that you're a better parent than Jesus. You can't think that. You can't think that you're better than the Lord. Amen. You can't think that because then that means you're better than him. You know you ain't better than him. You got to renew your mind. Amen. Did you enjoy that message? I tell you, he's a preaching machine. I felt that Huba Mashandai getting them coming on the back. I almost took off one second. I said, but I better control myself. Amen. Let's lift an offering and let's go home. Let's lift an offering. Let's on the board up here. Let's 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 give today. Let's get our giving and tithing out of the way. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I got what are handkerchiefs I had laying. Now you just wiped them up, watch it. We got a crew over here, boy, on play. Bring me a leave something down here. I'm, I'm gonna give somebody else a handkerchief. Amen. Give somebody else a special. Give me a handkerchief. Just one. It's already anointed. The ones I already anointed them with oil. Amen. You done took them, put them in your purse. See, she was going to take them home. See, you got to watch folks working for you. They, 
Maybe take that. Amen. For some <laughs> glory to God. Eddie, come here, Eddie. Come here, Eddie. Yes. Look on the screen if you want to give by texting. You can text that number seven three four eight 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 forty two forty seven. You can use your smartphone to uh, once you text that number. You put in the special amount or whatever amount you wish to give. Hit the send button and instructions will come back to you. You fill out those instructions. Hit the send button and you'll get a receipt immediately. That's how you know you've given. A receipt will come back to you immediately. You can keep that receipt for your records. Everybody say it's a one-time thing. It will not ever charge you or take money from you without your permission. You have to do it again. Amen? Otherwise, if you're writing out a check, write that check out to NWG. That's New Wine Glory. Abbreviate just NWG or The River. Both of those names are registered with the government. Amen. You can write on a check. And if you're giving cash, please take advantage of the envelope in front of you. If you don't have an envelope, raise your hand and one of the ushers will bring you an envelope. Please put your name and your information on it. Put it in an envelope. Uh, why hold up now? The saints be talking about, well, you know, I gave this and that. Well, if you don't put your name on we and you just put it in the envelope, we don't know if you gave. We can't pull it up. Help us to help you. Amen? So let's pray right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the word of God, the message of God. We thank you, Lord, for all that was said this week culminating to the day. We believe today that your power is going to swallow up the works of the devil the special miracles will be wrought by the hands of God, that you will move in our lives. And, Lord, we thank you for no lack. We thank you for poverty is broken off. We thank you for the special anointing that causes us to excel and to be blessed. We thank you for the fresh oil from heaven that's flowing tonight. We give you glory. Today, Lord, our faith is busting out, believing you for supernatural blessings. Let the angel of the Lord go and open up supernatural doors of abundance, divine connections. Lord, let us be at the right place at the right time to meet the right people for divine explosions in our life. We thank you for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. You can walk from wherever you are. If you want to give your offering by walking, if you come in, we have somebody up here to receive it. You can bring your offering down. You can follow the direction of the ushers. They'll walk you down. Amen. Come and bring your offering, and we're going to dismiss. I want to say... We'll quickly take this, hold this handkerchief. Y'all can you play some. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. You know what this is for. It's a special miracle. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, the anointing drove out spirits. In the name of Jesus. You take it to them. Put it on their clothes, in their pillow. Put it near